with Counselor Mandy Bird. Here, you'll learn practical tools for navigating your losses and hear inspiring real-life stories from courageous people who have moved through their losses and found hope, their own authenticity, and how to give back to the world. And now, your host, Counselor Mandy. Hi, welcome to Finding Hope. I am Counselor Mandy Bird, your host, and so excited about this episode as I always am. Today, I have my dear friend and colleague, Krista Adi, joining me for he and I to talk about our new upcoming book. Hey there, Chris. Hello, Mandy. It's such a pleasure and honor to be with you. And I always love to give a shout out to my dear friend and producer of Finding Hope, Cindy Bolero. Hey there, Cindy. Hey, hey, Chris. It's great to be here with both of you all. And again, I love always introducing Chris. Chris Saadi is an author, a psychological and philosophical teacher, trainer of professionals, and a life coach. After years serving as a psychotherapist in private practice, Chris spent two decades training therapists, coaches, and the general public in two of his models, Integra, Six Keys for Heart-Centered Living, and The Quest for Individual Authenticity and Global Solidarity. To date, Chris has led nearly 250 multi-day cutting-edge workshops. Born in Beirut, he was involved in the peace and humanitarian work for 14 years before and during the Lebanese War. The difficulty of those times led him to develop a great respect for freedom, authenticity, diversity, peace, and a passion for justice and solidarity, especially for children. Chris recently published his fifth book, Rebellion of the Heart, and the book that he and Mandy have co-authored called Tears Are the Source of Your Passion will be coming out later this summer, and I'm really excited to hear about all of that today. And I want to ask you all out there in podcast listening land, you can review this episode for us to help us grow this podcast right there at your podcast platform. So Chris, today, for me, this is an incredibly honorary special episode that we are actually going to be talking about together the launching of our upcoming book tears are the source of your passion the power of authenticity and grief and i it's almost like surreal and incredible that those words are coming out of my mouth that um we have well for me it's just been a dream to have such an important book, to be a part of it, to be a co-author, and to be sharing in this with you, and now for us to have the opportunity to tell our listeners about our book. So welcome to Finding Hope, Chris, and let's start together. Tell me, what for you do you think makes this book so juicy and so special? Well, well, first of all, it's, I've been, it's been a delight to have uh, co-written that book with you, Mandy, and uh, having all your wisdom and experience around grief poured into this book. And um, it's been just a great, uh, great journey uh, to, to write the book and edit the book with you. 
You know, I think that this book is incredibly important, at least for two reasons. Let me start with this. The first reason is that grief, however difficult, is part of our human life. And grief is not honored enough in our society, is not respected enough. So many people are ashamed of their grief and they have to hide it. And when they hide it, it hurts them even more and it can take them into depression. So the first reason is that this book encourages you to honor your grief, to respect your wounds, and to be able to draw great gifts from your wounds. Second, on another level, we as a nation have been grieving a lot, and as a world, grieving through the pandemic, grieving through the very difficult political time we went through the last four years where our democracy was besieged and a lot of us were anxious about the future of America and the American beautiful democracy or important democracy. So there is grief in the land and also grief of minorities, grief of our um, brothers and sisters in, in, uh, in, the, in the black community and in the LGBTQ community. So it is important also on a larger level that we can honor grief and give grief a voice so then grief can be transformed, held and transformed and offer great gift to our nation. Well, Chris, I, I so appreciate your words and of course um, resonate with them so much. And I want to say um, it almost, honestly brought me to tears um, when you spoke about how people are so ashamed of their grief and how we feel that we need to hide it. And even though this is what I've been speaking with clients about for 30 years now and have been talking to you about for 25 years, I and even doing this book, I am Still, always move to my core around how how much it impacts us, um, our entire lives, and what's possible around our discovering our own our own authentic being and being able to use our own gifts when we are covered up in in shame around being so human. And our book is very much about. Um, bringing great dignity to the full, unique story of our own humanity and, and really yeah. telling the truth, that the truth is that quite simply that our tears are the source of our individual passion. And we chose yes. that title for a reason because that is the truth. That is where our passion is born. And, and we're really bringing great dignity to our individual grief stories um, and how that then takes us into um, service and helping the world. And, and I, there's so much to say about that. I do want to also say I resonate so much with what you're saying about um, the grief that we have been facing as a nation and, and the world and how our precious democracy has been in balance and that everyone 
everyone is grieving on some level. We're grieving personally and individually our own unique stories, and we're grieving wholly and collectively, uh, globally, uh, around what the world has been and what and what our own country has been facing. So the timing of our book um, is is right on time to help yeah. each of us with our own individual journeys. Very much so. Beautiful, beautiful words, Mandy. And you know, the, the, first of all, to, to, to everyone that is experiencing grief, for any reason, if it is loss of a person they love, or if it's a, um, a physical condition they are struggling with, or if it's a relationship that has ended, or whatever the source of their grief, we offer, and I know you join me in that so much, knowing your huge heart, Mandy, incredible empathy, incredible empathy and support to those who are grieving, because grief is difficult. I mean, it is, it's a difficult moment in our human experience. So empathy, respect, support, and honor. And I love what you have said and underlined about restoring dignity to our grief, restoring dignity to our wounds, so we are not ashamed of our wounds, but we can wear our wounds with real pride, real pride, because this is what we survive. This is what we survive. And there is so much respect and dignity in, in the difficulties that we are able to survive at every turn, at every new chapter in our life. Now, the good news is, the real good news is, is that grief is a portal. It's a door that can open the space for us to rediscover the depths of our authenticity and the passion and the vision that lives in our individual and particular authenticity. That is the good news, that grief kind of burns away the dross of everything that is not authentic in our life. You know, we are all tempted in some areas to to give in, to do things that are not really what we want to do, to act in ways that are not really who we are. Grief kind of burns all of that away and gives us the opportunity to rediscover who we are at a deeper level and what is the fire that burns in us, the creative fire that burns in us, and the vision that guides us. This is where passion is born, and that is the good news. That is the good news, that we can allow our grief to become a springboard or a portal toward greater authenticity, toward greater being who we are, and seeing the passion that lives in our individual being, and then living, following that passion and that vision. What you've just stated, Chris, is the very reason that I I am so passionate about our book and this work that you and I have been sharing in for so many years. I mean, one, one thing that, you know, breaks my heart and what infuriates me, I mean, n- nothing I think infuriates me more than the messages that we are taught in our culture to ignore our grief. I mean, I think that is what ignited my own authentic passion around becoming a therapist and, um, and all that I've gone after in my work because of it is 
you know, these messages within our culture to ignore the depth of our feelings, to numb our grief, to minimize it, to pretend that it doesn't exist. When I myself know, as you stated, that my grief is a portal, it is a doorway to richly discovering as I, as I search and, and sometimes we have to really, we have to really dig for those gifts, but they but they are there in teaching us about who, who we are and what makes us tick. What, you know, who, who is Mandy? Who is Chris? And, and when, when grief is shamed and, and I am told to ignore it, and I shun my grief, I miss out on discovering my own authenticity and how I can use my unique gifts in the world. And that is one of the the reasons why I'm so excited that we have this book coming out to support, um, to support individuals around their own journey in discovering their grief and how to Use it to very, learn very, more about who they are. Very, very much so. Um, very much so what you're saying. You know, grief, grief opens our heart if we let it, if we let it be, if we let, if we are with the truth of our grief, it opens up our heart. And when heart opens up, love can pour from that heart. We can love more. There is greater love that will flow through our hearts. And like you said, unfortunately, there are so many messages out there that grief is negative, that grief is something to transcend or something to shove away or something to, come on, get over it. Okay, you you have grief for a day or two, that's it. Forget about it now, let's move on. So many messages, and I think about the young people who are bombarded with this, that grief is negative and they should overcome it and all of that, which then leads them into depressive states. And it's even sad that a lot of the, the new, uh, some of the new natural, uh, natural healers and, and even some physicians think like, oh, grief is not good for your body. It is the suppression of grief that is not good for our body. It is when we suppress our grief that then our body, our immune system becomes weak. But when we stand in the authenticity of our human experience, with this joy, with this excitement, with this beautiful moments, enjoying the sunrise, and we talk about that in our book, about the paradox, being able to enjoy all the beauty that is part of our human experience, and the ecstasy of love and, and all of it. At the same time, experiencing the truth of our grief. When we do that, we go so much deeper into our authenticity, like you were saying, and then we can discover, come to know who we are at levels and richness that we would have never known if we stayed at the surface. We can turn the energy of grief to become a blessing to us. Of course, while, while shedding tears, while, while, while it's, it's, we will feel the sadness, but at the same time, we will use that energy to liberate us and to liberate love and passion 
greater love and greater passion in our heart and that we become more who we were meant to be. That is the, the power, the richness and the sacredness of our wounds. So much so, yes. I mean, bringing that dignity to the sacred of our wounds and, and really realizing that this is how, this is one of the ways that I get to know my own, you know, my own being better. I get to know me better by the authenticity of my feeling. I mean, there, there's, there's no way that any of us can, you know, move through this life without great losses. That is a part of our incredible human story. And I am so thrilled that we put together this book to support, to support you, the individual, to move through your story in a way that brings you hope and brings you dignity and, and pushes back and says no to shame around your right to grieve, the importance of, I mean, none of us want to grieve, but the importance of not shunning that grief and allowing it to be a part of your life, a part of your story with no shame. So, so, so in our, yeah, yes, yes. So, so in our book, I wanted to share with our listeners that the first half of our book is, a, is very much about the relationship between passion and grief. And the second half of, of our book is through, takes you through a seven-step process that Chris and I have co-created and have been using and teaching uh, for over a decade now. And well, really longer than that, but in its official form over at over a decade now. Chris, tell our listeners about the first half of our book around anything that that really you are excited to share around the relationship between passion and grief and the first half of our book, Tears Are the Source of Your Passion. Yeah, you know, I... I'm thinking about you, Mandy, and the work you have done with hundreds and hundreds of people, allowing them to be able to have their tears. You know, being a, you have created a safe space for, for people who work with you to be able to really experience their tears and be respected, be respected in their grief. And you have also helped them see that their wounds are beautiful, that their mm. wounds are beautiful. That, that there is dignity, respect, and beauty in their wounds. And that, that I think, is, is, a, is, a, is a radical, it's a radical change of our thinking about our wounds. And that is extremely important. Because like you said, I mean, nobody wants to be wounded, and, and we all hope that we will have as the minimum number of wounds possible. However, it is part of our human experience and it is possible to be able to come to a place where we see our wounds and we see the wounds of our children and we see the wounds of our loved ones and we see the wounds of our nation as beautiful. 
as something that is part of the beauty and the dignity of the people, ourselves and the people that we care for. And speaking about the connection with passion, understanding that when we can change our perception of the wounds, when we can change our perception of grief and see it as part of the beauty of the human experience, then we open up that portal and there is an experience of deepening of our being, deepening of our authenticity that happens out of which great love and great passion can flow. So instead of fighting, instead of fighting our grief and fighting our wound, if we create a sacred space where we can welcome them, welcome them in ourselves, and my God, welcome them in our children, in our children at any age, because they also are facing the same world we are facing, a world that has beauty, but a world that wounds us. So when we create a space where that is dignified, like you do so beautifully with everybody that works with you, what a gift. What a gift you bring to them, Mandy. When we can do that, that deepening of the authenticity happens and passion arises. We become more aware of our passion, what calls us in the world. What do we want? It? What, what can I do in the world that I'm passionate about? Rather than just kind of following whatever path has been um, drawn to me. Rather, Somebody has drawn us, somebody has uh, said, okay, go on that path. I discover my own individual path where my passion is. And one thing I want to add here is that a very, something we talk about in the book is dialogue with your grief. Dialogue. Ask your grief. Ask your wounds. What is it you want from me? What is it you want from me? What, what, what insight? What wisdom? about my authenticity and about my passion are you bringing to me? Let your wound talk to you about your passion. Let your wound talk to you. Engage, engage in a dialogue with your wound, in a respectful dialogue, and always ask that question. Where do you want me to go so I discover more of my authenticity and can live more of my passion? That's so powerful, Chris, because that, that directly pushes back into the face of the messages we've been taught to ignore our pain and our suffering and ignore our grief. And what you're leading and recommending is, wait a minute, no, actually dialogue with your own feelings. Ask your grief, what, what do you want me to know about me? What are you teaching me about me? How are you, you know, gr that grief is, is guiding you toward and in your own authenticity. And that's such a great question to journal about is saying to your grief, what is it that you are wanting me to learn or to know about me? What are you teaching me about me? As opposed to, ignoring it and shunning and numbing, but instead seeing it as an opportunity because, you know, when our hearts, when our hearts are broken, we, we have a choice. Eventually, how do we want to respond? And what our book is encouraging you to do is to respond in a way that is life giving to your own, your very being 
and to the world around you. So much so, and, and to learn, which, which our book underlies, uh, underlines, to learn to honor our wounds and to learn to honor the wounds of our children and loved ones, that by itself, dialogue and honoring, these are tools that can open unbelievable visions and vista of passion for us, of living passionately. You know, Chris, the importance of of honoring our own wounds and honoring the wounds of our children, I, I was thinking about, I mean, that, that is so essential around if we want our children to um, be healthy, happy, um, to be able to pursue their own hopes and dreams, that when we don't give our children and the children in our lives the permission to honor their own wounds, to take care of them, that there's such a high, high price that the child pays. And for some of you listening as adults, you you know what we're speaking of, that where, where your wounds were not honored or acknowledged, where you were taught to ignore them or look the other way, or you just felt as, you know, your community around you or your family or the culture you were living in, that the pressure was act like it doesn't exist. You know, on some level that you paid a high price. And our book is so much about supporting you and, and how to not pay that price and to bring um, yourself through these ideas and through practical tools, the support and how to take care of your own pain, how to support yourself with your own pain and to bring, to bring that great dignity. And to mine, yes, 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 to what you're saying. And to mine the boon, to mine the gold that the wound can allow us to discover. This is, the, I mean, for, for most people, the thinking in our culture is we have to choose between grief and joy. But you said it so beautifully, for our children to be happy, they have to be able to honor their wound. The reality, and we talk about that so much in our book, about the paradox that it's not a choice between joy and grief. Because if we try to choose, then we end up with, with neither, really. It is a descent in our authenticity where we realize that joy and grief are two aspects of who we are and they coexist. And the more I can feel my joy, the more I will feel my grief. And the more I feel my grief, the more I can feel my joy. That these are paradoxical sisters and brothers. And the more authenticity I can um, unearth in myself, the more I can be true to my humanity, true to who I am, the deeper will be my sense of joy. That grief does not deprive me of my life. Grief takes me deeper in my life if I can allow it to do that. I so, so cherish and appreciate your words. And I mean, do, again, doing this work, 
professionally for 30 years now, I never grow tired of it. I never grow tired of hearing these ideas and stating them and restating them because our world is screaming for them. Screaming. It's like the earth is screaming for the nobility of the, the wounded human heart to be honored and acknowledged and allowed to, to live, if you will, without shame. And how important is in our, as we've stated today, discovering our own authenticity for our own joy and so that we can use our gifts to give back and benefit others to be in solidarity with the world. So, Chris, I have to say it's, it's so thrilling to talk with you about these ideas. I want to give you an opportunity yeah. as Cindy is telling me that we need to begin to close today. What's on your heart, my friend? Well, I'd like to add this that you and I are both so passionate about. And we, in our work, in our book, we underline so much that not only does grief open the portal to our own deeper authenticity and passion. But the honoring of grief on a collective level heals the land and allows mm. the land to flourish. When yeah. the grief in the land, the grief in our nation is not honored and respected, then what happens that suppressed grief turns into violence. That is almost a scientific mm. law. The mm. suppressed grief turns into violence. We have to finally understand that. On a personal level, the same. Suppressed grief will turn into some form of emotional violence. So will it on a collective level. And we have to understand by being able to allow grief to be spoken, to allow grief to be respected and honored, of course, within, the, within peaceful and respectful boundaries, then we can allow the land to start healing and the culture to move forward and to overcome violence. But this attachment to only think about the positive and only speak about the positive and to push away the suffering of people who went through slavery, for example, or the suffering of, of, of gay and others who, who were suppressed and say, okay, let's, let's, let's not talk about that. That suppression will lead to tension and to some form of violence in the land. But if we open up, if we open up, and, and, and this is a call to artists to do more statues, more paintings to honor grief, because artists have a great, great uh, role to play in this transformation. Then we can yeah. allow ourselves to come in unity and our, our, our land to become stronger and that we can then move on and celebrate together. And the good news, some of that is starting to happen now. But we need to, to, to bring it to, to, to a, full, uh, a full experience of that deeper honoring and deeper respect, not only for the authenticity of the grief, but also for the energy that the creative energy and the passionate energy that grief can bring to us. Whew, Chris, I have to tell you, those words bring me so much energy. I love your call to artists to create more works that honor 
humanity's suffering and the woundedness of the human heart and to really bring that uh, beautiful nobility to those aspects of being human, how essential that is and how important it is for uh, for all of us and for humanity, how, what a difference that it makes. Chris, yeah. thank you so much for joining me in this episode of speaking about our upcoming book later this summer tears are the source of your passion the power of authenticity and grief thank you for being with us today thank you mandy thank you for the work you do with grief thank you for co-writing this book with me thank you for this dialogue and thank you for who you are in the world such a strong presence of love and care thank you thank you means the world to friend. And for all of you, you can find me on Instagram at Counselor Mandy. Please remember you can review this episode at your listening platforms. And also you can find me on Facebook at Mandy Bird. Thanks so much for being with us and we will see you next time on Finding Hope. 